This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, you filthy animals. Welcome to Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is the 34th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, and it is November 11th, 2016, Veterans Day. It's just me today, guys. No Brandon. Uh, he just had uh, surgery on his knee, so wish him a speedy recovery. And uh, I had the day off today, so I figured, hey, I'll give it a uh, give it a shot uh probably be a shorter show as uh as you know there wasn't too much news this week in the world of movies that is um but uh but yeah i thought i'd just go over some and and uh give you guys a quick show this week uh so sit back relax let's talk some movies um but as always you guys know what's coming it's the box office results from this past week and man did uh did movies make some money i mean i tell you all right see so yeah, let me uh pull this up here and my bad folks it is the 35th episode of blockbuster mentality um we can call it 34.5 since uh since brandon's not here today but um all right so the box office results coming in at number one was dr strange with 85 million in its first week also in its first week uh at number two we had trolls with 46.5 million Number three, Hacksaw Ridge, 15.1 million. Number four, Boo, a Halloween, uh, a Medea Halloween with 7.7 million. And number five, Inferno with 6.1 million. So Doctor Strange, no surprise, number one, uh, 85 million. Uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely not a disappointment for them. And I think me and Brandon both got it right on on the nose this week. So it's about time. All right, so yeah, let's get right into some news here. Uh, we talked about this uh, a couple months ago, uh, that uh, Michael Keaton might be a part of Spider-Man, and then it was confirmed that he was. It just was never really confirmed who his character was going to be. Um, but uh, Kevin Feige, obviously the head of Marvel Studios, the their president, uh, he, he basically made a confirmation as uh, what we pretty much already knew, but uh, he said... Quote, we've had a wish list, and most of them in the near term are coming together. Kate Blanchett is playing Hela in Thor Ragnarok. Michael Keaton's Vulture in Spider-Man is something. And, of course, finally, we're showcasing Josh Brolin's Thanos in Avengers Infinity War. We're looking forward to that very much. End quote. So, Michael Keaton is playing the villain Vulture. Um... So, again, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, with... Uh, you know this news basically just trying to see if this article says who who the villain actually is that's what brandon's here for is the uh the the comic book stuff you know giving us insight on that uh so yeah i guess he wears an old-fashioned wingsuit but it looks like the movie's gonna have more of a high-tech upgrade as we saw in some of the uh, uh uh what do you call it the images um Oh man, I'm losing the the word here for it, but um, 
but yeah, the the first images we got of it, the the concept art. There we go. Uh, you know, we we saw a glimpse of Vulture, but yeah, it was never confirmed if that was going to be uh, Michael Keaton or not. But yeah, I think it's going to be real cool to see him as a villain. Um, you know, we've seen him obviously as the good guy in a superhero movie with with Batman, and then then he comes out with Birdman, which is kind of a uh, homage to his career, almost kind of. Uh, a hint that that really was based off of him because he was, you know, played Birdman in uh, movies in that, you know, universe that movie was in um, basically correlates with with Batman. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see that he's going down the villain ro- uh, route. Be cool to see him in a superhero movie again. Definitely excited. Uh, but yeah, the Batman, Birdman, and now Vulture, another flying uh, creature. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I think that's very cool. So yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date on that. But as I always say, let's see a trailer with him. You know, let us see a trailer, and you know, can't can't wait to see that. I and mean, that comes out in July uh, 2017. So I mean, less than a year away. So you know, it, it, before you know it, we are going to see a trailer uh, for it. I mean, in the next couple of months here. Uh, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's still, still a lot of movies to see this year. Uh, a lot to catch up on. Plus there's, there's lots of, uh, good ones coming out. I'm going to try to see Arrival, uh, today. Uh, it was between that and Hacksaw Ridge. I think I'm going to check out Arrival first and then, uh, throw out a review probably next week. Um, maybe I'll post it on this podcast. Maybe we'll do a time traveling, uh, <laughs> a little time travel again this week. We'll see. We'll see. Haven't made up my mind yet. But uh but yeah, that's basically confirmation that Michael Keaton is a vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. So there you go. Um this other news, uh not really I guess yeah, I guess it's I guess it's news. Um Jordan Voigt Roberts, who's uh the director of uh, Kong Skull Island, the new King Kong movie, obviously coming out uh, later this year, I believe. No, next year, I'm sorry. Yeah, it comes out uh, next year. Uh, we've already obviously gotten a trailer for it, but there's been a real first image of King Kong. Uh, we actually see him this time. Uh, you know, his face, that is, and get kind of a close-up in this new image that was released. Uh, I'll try to, I'll tweet it out so you guys can see it. Um, but, uh, so, Voight uh, Roberts spoke with Entertainment Weekly about the design for the Kong. Uh, he says... Uh, quite a long quote but uh, it's it's interesting um he says with kong there's been obviously so many different versions of him in the past and ours needed to feel unique to our film i had a mandate that i wanted a kid to be able to doodle him on the back of a piece of homework and for his shapes to be simple and hopefully iconic enough that like a third grader could draw that shape and you would know what it is. A big part of our Kong was I wanted to make something that gave the impression that he was a lonely God. He was a a morose figure lumbering around this island. Uh, He continues to say, uh, we sort of went back to the 1933 version in the sense that he's a bipedal creature that walks in an upright position as opposed to the anthropomorphic, uh, anatomically correct silverback gorilla that walks on all fours. Arkong was intended to say, like, this isn't just a big gorilla or a big monkey. This is something that it's is his own species. It has its own set of rules, so we can do that, do what we want, and we really wanted to pay homage to what came before, and yet do something completely different. 
Um, he also said, again, I said it was a long quote, so <laughs> hopefully you guys are finding this interesting. Uh, he also said, I don't think there's, uh, he said there's subtle nods, uh, a bit referring to the 33 film. Uh, it was black and white, so it's really easy to assume that fur on the monkey is black, but there's actually a lot of forums and things that you read, and there's some real poster artwork where Kong's fur skews more brownish, so we actually... Uh, pushed his fur in more of a brown as opposed to traditional uh, black. Um, he talked about how he's going to set King Kong apart from Peter Jackson's take on the monster. He, uh, he said, I don't think there's much similarity at all between our version and Peter's Kong. Uh, that version is very much a scaled up silverback gorilla and ours is something that is slightly more exaggerated, a big mandate for us. Uh, how do we make this feel like a classic movie monster? Um, let's see here. I, I th thought this had the quote where it said, basically he says, you know, it's also not going to be different or it's going to be different because, I mean, you see so many of these monster movies, you don't see the, the actual monster or the creature until, you know, 40 minutes into the film, an hour into the film. Um, he, he wanted to sway off of that. And, uh, so, I mean, th this King Kong, we're going to see quick in it. So I think that's encouraging, uh, that we're not just going to be waiting around. He even brought up, uh, Godzilla, you know, the recent version, Gareth Edwards version, um, how it's going to be different than that. We're not going to, you know, just tease you folks with everything. We're not going to just tease you with his appearance. We're actually going to show him early on in the film. And, you know, it's, it's called Kong Skull Island. So you're going to get a lot of Kong. So I think that's, uh, uh, awesome. But yeah, I mean, that, uh, the way he's describing the creature, I mean, that kind of goes of what I thought he was. Cause I mean, we kind of get just like a far away image of, of, uh, Kong standing up in that first teaser trailer. We see him, uh, standing up and I even said, it almost seems like he's more of like a humanoid, uh, type creature, you know, he's standing upright, um, which is almost more menacing. I mean, you, you, it's actually, you know, he seems more of a monster and then just a big monkey, as as the quote says. So I, I think, you know, I, I really like this quote. It gives me more uh, faith in the movie, makes me more excited for it, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. But, yeah, let us know what you guys think of it. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we'd be happy to, uh, discuss any of your tweets. If you tweet us at, uh, blockbuster cast and, uh, we'll read some of them on the podcast. If you tweet us out what you, what you think, um, but yeah, I think this is going to be great. You know, great cast, uh, Brie Larson, uh, Tom Hiddleston, um, John Goodman. So can't, can't wait to see it. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it it is interesting that he's being so specific, talking about anatomically correct, things like that. Uh, I don't think people are going to really focus too much on, on any of that. Um, but yeah, I think it should be different than than Peter Jackson's version. You know, make make the, the creature, the monster, monkey, whatever you want to call it, make him, make him a little different. I mean, he seems huge. I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, check it out. I mean, he seems like bigger than any King Kong we've seen. I mean, you, you see the hand on the side of a, the mountain, like his handprint on the side of a mountain. That looks just bigger than any King, King Kong we've had. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I can't wait for this movie. Again, comes out, uh, I believe, next... I, I know I said next year, but it's, uh, I think, the summer of next year. So, yeah, 2017. So, for sure, looking forward to that. All right, another thing I wanted to just quickly talk about. I mean, I talked about this probably almost a year ago now. Um, 
It, it keeps coming up for some reason. I mean, we're, we're talking Quentin Tarantino. It keeps com- coming up that he's done after 10 films. Uh, he mentioned that earlier on this year that, uh, that yeah, after that he's, he's done. Um, he, he told that to, uh, I believe IG, IGN, he said that too. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, not IG, the Hollywood Reporter. This article's on IGN. Um, but yeah, basically he's, he's confirming again, uh, that, that he is, He's done uh, after 10. That's what he says. He's, he's retiring. Um, uh, he said, I'm trying to see where he said it. I didn't really prepare much for the show. I kind of just uh, did this last minute, so bear with me a second here. So, yeah, basically his quote was, drop the mic. Boom. Tell everybody. Match that. Bleep. I, I didn't do explicit uh, when I set up this podcast, so if I, if I swear, they might, uh, they might take me off. So, sorry, folks got to keep this little pg um that's what he said uh he said at the adobe max uh, creativity conference according to the hollywood reporter so uh, last year hateful eight it marked the eighth film from tarantino uh so yeah that means two more films and and he's done uh during the conference the director said he is currently focused on a historical nonfiction project that could be a book a documentary a five-part podcast uh earlier this year he expressed interest in uh turning the hateful eight into a stage play and last year he said his next project may be a miniseries adaptation of Elmore Leonard's 40 Lashes Less One. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've always, you know, thought this was going to happen. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, why why just keep making movies, you know, if they're just going to... Almost, see, like, he, he's in it for the art, which I've always appreciated about him. He's in it for the art. He's... Obviously, the money. I'm sure he's happy about it, but it's that doesn't seem like his main draw uh, towards uh, his filmmaking. Um, not saying that you know all directors are like that, but he's he's unique because I mean he actually makes his own movies. You know, he makes the movies he writes. He doesn't you know you make anyone else's work. Uh, so that's why not just have a ten. 10 film uh, history we can go back and those are the 10 uh, films we have of Tarantino's I love that he's going to do this and it's not like he's you know done with things I mean he still you know wants to do other projects and uh, things like that it's just yeah film film wise he's got two more left and and he's done Uh, but he has said that you know if you know he's in his late 60s 70s and a story does come up where he wants to do it he's not going to shy away from that but but yeah it seems like uh, 10 is his magic number um so yeah just thought that was interesting again i'm a big tarantino guy so definitely wanted to talk about that uh last week we had talked about uh flash uh how it lost another director um which you know seems a little discouraging especially with you know warner brothers the way it's going uh with their dc universe you know not a not a lot of positivity surrounded around that right now um but, uh, but yeah, I thought it was interesting that Ezra Miller, uh, you know, kind of spoke out about and gave his thoughts on on uh, the director uh, leaving again. It was Rick uh, Fam Famu. Ah, oh, man, I had it right last week. Famuua <laughs> something. <laughs> um, but uh, so he spoke with a collider. Uh, he downplays the musical musical chairs game going on with the director of the film. Uh, his quote is, "We don't know right now." Uh, and Ezra Miller obviously is the star of Flash. He's playing Flash, so you would want to know, you know, how the star actually feels about all this. Uh, he says, "We don't know right now who the director will be, but I think we'll start uh, this year. I think it's coming up pretty quick. These processes are complicated, and I think it can, 
it can it can from afar appear to be, as you say, something interpersonal or dramatic. That is rarely the case. Uh, these groups of people uh, taking the development of projects extremely serious and the teams are changing all the time. There's often a lot of flux in who the team of the production of a film is before that uh, production starts. And in this case, you hear about it because it's a critical figure, the directors that have been coming on and leaving. For me, it's sort of a tragic uh, relay race and we've had a couple really incredible people carry this baton and their marks are left on that baton and the work they've given to the project will certainly be representative in represented in whatever the final product comes to be so there you go there's the quote from uh ezra miller so it's good it's nice to see him give his thoughts about it obviously he's not gonna bash the studio or give us anything to feed off of he's gonna give the politically correct answer you know it, it, so yeah you 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 know these could be his true feelings yes but you, you got to think that you know he's he's gonna downplay it as as this article even says he's he's gonna downplay it so you know we'll we'll see what his thoughts well we probably will never see what his thoughts actually are but it's before the movie comes out obviously he's gonna he's gonna you know spice it up and or not spice it up is the thing he's gonna he's gonna downplay it he didn't give any any of us anything to feed off of so you know, really, really not much meat and potatoes there. It's just kind of the the politician answer, I guess you could say. Politician, it's it's fitting for this week, uh, but I digress. All right, but yeah, not much to say about that. Just thought you guys would be interested since we talked about the director leaving last week. Um, and only a couple more news stories here, and then uh, and then we'll we'll move on. You know, we'll we'll see where our paths go but uh but yeah appreciate you guys listening to me i hope uh hope you guys are enjoying yourselves it is better with two people i will admit but you know trying to trying to get good at this podcast stuff you know practice makes perfect so appreciate you guys listening again you can follow us at blockbuster cast email us any questions uh you want us to discuss on the show maybe a topic you want us to discuss we'll even read it uh on the podcast at blockbuster or i'm sorry at um bb entertainment cast at gmail.com bb entertainment cast at gmail.com and uh follow our personal accounts at bc cord and at uh big papa bb cast on twitter um as i said before i'm trying to we're gonna eventually you know try youtube out things like that i did uh, post one of our episodes on youtube just you know with pictures and things just the audio and then just pictures behind it uh for people who are more uh on the youtube game but yeah eventually we'll we'll do videos uh but uh but yeah, for now it's just gonna be gonna be us just just uh hearing our wonderful voices you find folks so there you go. All right, we're going to talk some Willy Wonka. How about that? Huh? All right, Willy Wonka. It's been announced that it's going to be another remake uh, at some point. Uh, it was announced by Warner Brothers that uh, they're making a prequel uh, that will explore Wonka's younger years. Um, as you can tell by my enthusiasm, how I might feel about this. Um, but now, according to the movie's producer, this tale may be a straightforward origin story. Um, 
David Hyman, which is the producer, made sure to clarify during an interview with Slash Film that the new Willy Wonka movie will not remake either of its predecessors, but did suggest that moviegoers may see the tale of how William J. Wonka, uh, <laughs> the uh, person who wrote this article for Cinnabon just said, I guess I guessed on the middle initial, <laughs> became the eccentric Candyman. Uh, Hyman said, it's not a remake. They've done two films quite different but it's possibly an origin story. We're just in early stages of it, working with a writer called Simon Rich, which is wonderful. So, I mean, obviously early stages, don't know much about the plot, but I guess they're not even going to be going off of their original books, Ronald Dahl books. Uh, although Hy- uh, It says, although Hyman wasn't willing to disclose any specific plot details about uh, this Willy Wonka prequel, he did say it's probably not going to draw on any plot points from Roald Dahl's books. Uh, he explained, it's challenging because you don't have Dahl, you don't have a Dahl book, and yet you have a Dahl character. But I think there's a lot in his character that suggests who he is and also where he might come from, or what his childhood or his middle age might have been like. So we're exploring that. We're discussing it. We're in the very early stages and very excited about what lies ahead. So they're not even going off the book. It's just going to be Willy Wonka growing up. I mean, I I, I don't get it. Um, if you're not going to go off the book, why is it even Willy Wonka? You know, why, what, you know, what, what, what's, what's the point? <laughs> you know, if you're not going to take anything from the book, like just... Why Why is it Willy Wonka? You know, why use that name? You're going to, I think you're just going to make people mad uh, is what I'm thinking. Because, uh, uh, yeah, you might pay homage to to the, the movie uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was Tim Burton's film and that was a disaster. Um, so, I mean, what, what are you going to really take off of that? But his origin story, I mean, is he obsessed with candy, you know, when he's a kid? And, you know, are they going to show him i i just I, I i don't know where they can go with it i mean maybe just him being having a rough childhood and using candy as his happiness who knows <laughs> i don't know i'm not a, i'm not a screenwriter as you can tell but uh but yeah i just thought it was interesting that they're making a willy wonka remake but it's not coming off of anything they're not adapting it from anything it's just basically original story but hey it's this willy wonka character that we you know, know about from the movies and, you know, some who have, who have read the books. Um, but thought that might be interesting for some of you Wonka fans. Uh, another quick story is that, uh, Tom Holland, who's obviously playing Spider-Man did say he is signed on for six films, uh, Marvel films, you know, appearances, things like that. He signed on for three, uh, Spider-Man standalone films, uh, including obviously Homecoming, so that's the first one, and then uh, three other ones. I, I assume that includes Civil War. So there's one, and then and then so I, then that leaves two appearances in other Marvel films. So you got to think that uh, Infinity Infinity War may may uh, have him in it. Uh, it would make sense. So. Again, just that was just a quick story I wanted to talk about. Um, our far, far and away news today. Uh, not really much happening in the world of Star Wars. Uh, there was a new international uh, trailer for Rogue One that came out that did show one more clip of uh, Darth Vader. Um, and it shows him in a weird pose uh believe it or not he just they just quickly show him he's uh, got his back towards the camera and then he turns to the to the camera and his arm is kind of at his hip and his hands sticking out and almost looks like you know his 
hand is in the position he does for force chokes, but it's down at his hip and he just turns around like that. It's very awkward. Um, you know, it's cool to see him, but, but it's in an awkward position. So it's, it was a very interesting choice of a shot to show of Darth Vader in this trailer. Again, it was an international trailer, um, that, uh, you know, you would have to see online. Uh, you know, you'll have to check it out online to see it. So check it out. It's, it's interesting. Um, and then another thing is, uh, I guess Eddie Redmayne, uh, said he, Originally, he auditioned for uh, uh, Kylo Ren for Force Awakens, believe it or not. And he said it, <laughs> he described it as catastrophically uh, bad. Catastrophically, is that how you say that word? Catastrophe, yes, but cat- catastrophically bad um, is how he said his audition went. Um, in an interview with Uproar, um, Redmayne confirmed that he was audition he auditioned for Kylo Ren and said that he resorted to a ridiculous voice uh his quote is so I was going for I think for Adam Driver that's what he said that's what he called Kylo Ren he doesn't even know what his part was I guess uh they gave me like a Star Trek scene or like something from Pride and uh, Prejudice it was one of those films with films that top with films that top secret they don't give you the actual lines so they give you a sense uh scene from Pride and Prejudice but then they tell you you're auditioning for the baddie if you're me you then put some ridiculous voice on um he then says, that was a, uh, let me see here, uh, the article right before the next quote says, for anyone who's seen Jupiter Ascending, it's easy to imagine Redmayne going ridiculously over the top in a petulant villain role. Uh, he went into even more detail and seems like he went for broke by putting his best Darth Vader heavy breathing. Uh, that was uh, he uh, the quote, that was a really... That was really a hilarious moment because it was Nina Gold, who I have to thank a lot because she's cast me in several films and she was just sitting there and I was trying again and again uh, with different versions of my voice going. And after that, 10 shots, she's like, you got anything else? I was like, no. Um, So obviously, I mean, you got a great actor here but it's it's interesting to see i mean even actors can have terrible audition you know great actors oscar winning actors can have actors can have terrible auditions but yeah, i just thought that was pretty funny that uh, uh he had quite a bad audition i i i'm trying to actually vision uh, envision him as kylo ren i mean now that you know we've seen adam driver as kylo ren can't really picture anyone else in that role i mean i'm trying to even picture uh eddie redmayne in that costume i mean he's almost too like pretty boyish i guess you could say uh too too clean cut of a look i think it would have been uh even if he did nail the audition i think i don't think he has that look but you know that might just be because i you know have a certain vision for kylo ren now because uh adam driver did such a, a fine job on it but yeah just again thought that was interesting um need, need more adjectives other than interesting but Hey, you guys are still listening. So, good for you guys. Good for you. All right, I mean, that's pretty much all the news stories. Um, uh, yeah, that was start. I mean, usually we have cutting room floor. Brandon does that, just kind of quicker news stories that just keep you guys up to date on some things that we don't really get into a big discussion about. But, uh, again, just put this together last minute, and Brandon's not here. Don't want to take his his fine job he does away, so... So again, wish Brandon a speedy recovery. Tweet to him at uh, Big Papa BB Cast uh, on Twitter. Let him know that you're thinking about him, and 
again, wish him a speedy recovery. Um, that's pretty much our show, guys. Again, thanks so much for checking us out. Just a quick half-hour show today. I usually go about an hour. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, keeping it short for you guys. Um, as always, we'll go over what's, uh, what's coming out this week. And I'll, I'll even uh, give you some, some predictions on what I think is going to happen. And real quick, before I uh, go over that, uh, check out, I, we're a movie show, but real quick, just want to talk about a TV show, Westworld on HBO. If you guys haven't checked that out, definitely check it out. It's got Anthony Hopkins, Evan Rachel Wood, uh, Jimmy Simpson, um, uh, the guy from Hunger Games, Wright, is it Jeffrey Wright, I believe? Um, one second here, Jeffrey, yep, Jeffrey Wright, um, great acting. Great concept. Ed Harris as well. He's the, uh, what seems to be the villain on it. But yeah, basically Westworld, it's, uh, takes place in the future. Um, and they've created this, this, I don't really want to call it a theme park because there's no rides or anything, but the theme park is you get to go back, you know, to the Western times, you know, cowboys, you know, saloons, uh, you know, the, the whole nine, uh, you know, you go, you can, you can go on different bounties, things like that. But everyone that actually works inside that park, this, this West world, um, is, is a robot an Android. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's, you know, just theories going around, like is, is, the person we think human are they an android you know things like that i mean there's there's crazy uh twists there's there's um drama obviously it's it's hbo um but yeah check it out i mean it's i me describing it cannot do it justice anthony hopkins and ed harris do a phenomenal job in their roles really every everyone does a phenomenal job uh as as of now uh ed harris is not a robot but maybe he maybe maybe he ends up being you know evan rachel wood is a robot but that's what we think. Maybe she's not. You know, it's got it's stuff like that. Um, James Marston is also in it. Uh, for for you ladies out there, <laughs> pretty boy James Marston. Um, but yeah, check check out the show if you haven't seen it. It's it's my new favorite show on Sundays at nine. Maybe they'll pay me for some advertising. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, just wanted to quickly uh, shout out that. There you go, Justin. All right, guys. Well, coming out this week is. Arrival with Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner, uh, Forrest Whitaker. I'm going to try to check that out here in the next uh, 50 minutes. It starts, uh, it's about 10 a.m. here on Friday. I'm going to try to get the 11 a.m. showing. Uh, so yeah, Arrival. Then we have the new comedy Almost Christmas with uh, Danny Glover. And then Shut In, the new um, horror flick that's out uh so yeah just uh, how i think the box office will fall i think uh doctor strange will remain at number one trolls number two you know it's animated um uh, then it's a it's a toss-up for me between arrival and almost christmas just because i mean almost christmas kind of goes along the same audience as boo a holiday a holla, uh, boo a media halloween kind of gets that same audience um 
do I think Arrival or that? I'm going to go Arrival, uh, number three, and then Almost Christmas, and then Hexar Ridge. Uh, so we'll see how that falls. But yeah, I'm going to try to check out Arrival. Probably just give you guys the r- review for it next week. I'm also going to try to see Hexar Ridge this weekend, so maybe two reviews next uh, next week. All right, guys. Well, again, appreciate you uh, listening in at Blockbuster Cast. Uh, email us, um, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Uh, Again, wish Brandon a speedy recovery. Really appreciate you guys uh, listening in. And uh, that's our show. All right, guys. I'm going to go check out Arrival. I'm going to grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, and I'll catch you guys at the movies. Movies.